This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Ambassador Deborah Lipstadt, world-renowned historian and U.S. Special Envoy on Antisemitism, will be the guest speaker at the upcoming Jewish Board of Deputies Gauteng Conference, which is taking place in the evening on the Thursday, the 10th of November. Ambassador Lipstadt shot to fame for her court case against Holocaust denier David Irving. The court case was turned into the popular movie Denial, starring British actress Rachel Weisz. Wendy Kahn, the National Director of the Jewish Board, joins me now to tell me more about both Ambassador Lipstadt and the conference. Wendy, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Sharice, what a lovely opportunity to talk about this amazing conference. Wendy, a, a conference like this does not happen overnight, and I know you've put a lot of effort in getting um, Ambassador Lipstadt. Tell me a little bit about the process that goes into something like this. Um, the Americans have had envoys over the last couple of decades, and what the anti-Semitism um, envoys do is that they, 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 they are their primary focus is addressing anti-Semitism, not just in America but internationally. Um, and they've had some very, very powerful um, individuals over the years. Um, and, and really, um, I must be honest, it's been a long process of trying to get the envoys to come to South Africa um, and to share their expertise with us. And we've, I think this is the fourth envoy that we've actually invited. Um, and we, but this one, we were really determined because Deborah Lipstadt is on a different level. She is a historian. She is a world-renowned personality. She is somebody who has expertise in anti-Semitism that that really ha- go beyond um, anyone that we we've, we've interacted with um, in this in this area, um, and we just knew that she's a powerful voice and a voice that we needed to be heard in our country. Um, she over the last since she was appointed envoy. Um, she has really, she has been to, um, everywhere from Saudi Arabia to Israel to, um, she's now currently going through Europe. Um, and she's really talking about issues that are difficult issues, um, but very, very important. And, and what I love about it is that she's not just talking to Jewish communities. She's going and she's meeting with politicians and she's meeting with influencers and she's meeting with decision makers in these countries. And she's calling out issues. Um, and, and I'm really excited, not just that she's going to be talking to the Jewish community at our conference, but more importantly, she's going to be in South Africa and she's going to be talking to um, influential personalities in government, in politics, um, in the media, um, in academia. Um, and that's really very exciting. And Wendy, you just returned from two international conferences, one in the UK and one in America on anti-Semitism. Uh, you, you know what's out there in terms of what we in South Africa experience. How does it differ and to what extent is it the same as what other communities are experiencing? South Africa has relatively low rates of anti-Semitism. We average about 60 incidents per year. If there's a, a an incident in Israel, that will go slightly up. If there isn't, it will go slightly down. Um, but but really, compared to other diaspora communities, we really do have low levels of anti-Semitism, and we can. You know, there are lots of um, theories on why that is the case. Um, but I, I do believe that, that first of all, there are very good um, organizations like the Human Rights Commission, like the Equality Courts, um, which which give us an opportunity to, to deal with anti-Semitism when it does arise in this country. 
We also don't see the same violent anti-Semitism that other communities are seeing, sadly, particularly communities in the United States, communities in Europe. Um, in South Africa, the majority of our anti-Semitism is online hate. Um, it's it's um, things like swastikas on, on tombstones, um, that kind of anti-Semitism. But we're not seeing people being beaten up. Um, on the trains and, and on their way to shul and, and what, what we're seeing in other countries. Um, but in saying that, what, what we are dealing with, um, is, is this left wing BDS, um, assault, assault on the community really, um, attempts to make us separate us from our belief system. And, and we know that 90% of South African Jews, um, have a, have a close connection. Um, to Israel, um, and that's our right as South Africans. It's our constitutional right, um, and and that's that's what's concerning in this country. We know that the majority of South Africans um, support Israel and support our right um, to to have that relationship with Israel, but unfortunately, it's very very vocal. Um, elements in South African society um, that are um, really threatening, threatening us um, and our relationship. And, and I mean, we saw that most recently in the judgment of the Masuku case, which we fought for 13 years. And, and, and the bottom line of that case is you cannot threaten us because of our belief system and our religious system and our and our associations. Well, you speak about left-wing anti-Semitism and you speak about the fact that we have equality courts. And what, this is one of the things that we are going to be celebrating at our conference as well. So in addition to uh, Deborah Lipstadt speaking, we are going to have a panel on what actually transpired and what happened. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, Wendy? The Masukri judgment was historic and it was a landmark judgment. Um, firstly, as South Africans, it was a very, very important um, um, in terms of hate speech in this country, it was a very, very, very important case. Um, but also it was important in terms of, of our, of being Zionists in South Africa and Zionists actually around the world, because we mustn't forget that as important as this case was for South African Jews, it was as important, um, for international, for international jury. And this case, um, will be used as a precedent. Um, internationally. And we know this. We know this through the legal people that we deal with. There's lots of excitement on a global level. And that's why we really did need to celebrate this case. And we have um, a few of our advocates, not all of them, but some of our advocates are going to be on the panel. Um, Vim Trengov, uh, Carol Steinberg, um, Christian Bester. They really um, are fascinating, and it's so important for us to understand what the consequences and ramifications of this judgment was. Um, so I really, I, you know, besides this phenomenal speaker, Deborah Lipstadt, um, we also, this is going to be a really important uh, panel discussion. Um, yeah, and I just when, wanted to just say, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, Therese, yeah? No, carry on. No, I just wanted to mention to you that when I was, you, you mentioned that I've just been on, on two conferences. Um, and one of the conferences was in Washington. It was at the Capitol, actually. Um, and it was on online hate. Very, very interesting conference. Um, and I had the opportunity to meet with, with Deborah Lipstadt and with her team. Um, and they are so energized and so excited to come to South Africa and to have some very, um, and to have these conversations um, that will happen when she when she's here, 
Um, and it was just really an amazing opportunity to brief them um, on, on, on the issues that we are dealing with in this country. Wendy, um, you know about the envoys to the United States and the anti-Semitism envoys, but I think for the majority of South Africans, we didn't really know that America invested so much in terms of fighting anti-Semitism. Can you just tell us a little bit about the position? So the position, as I said, was, was set up some years ago. I, I think they're probably on their fourth or fifth envoy now. Um, and it, it really, they were picking up that there was not just an anti-Semitism problem in their own country, but there was an anti-Semitism problem globally. And the envoy actually sits in the, um, in the office, in the State Department. Um, and it's very intentional because what they're saying is that we're not just worried about our own country, but we're worried about Jews internationally. Um, and, um, the envoys and, and now they've actually elevate the position even more by making it an ambassadorial appointment. And it was a long process. I think this process went on for over a year of um of of getting um her approved by the Senate. Um and um it was a difficult process and, and we it, it really um I think it is a tribute to her um that eventually she did she she did um become the envoy. Um just to mention that several countries Countries have followed suit, and they've also appointed envoys now. The UK has an envoy. Um, Germany has an envoy. Uh, the EU has an envoy. Canada now has an envoy, um, our very good friend, Erwin um, Kotler. So many countries have followed suit, but nobody has got an envoy that is as focused on global jury and the issues of global jury as the United States, and it's, it's a real tribute to them. And as you said, I mean, Deborah Lipset is a renowned name. She she has written a book. The book was turned into a movie, uh, Denial. Wendy, have you had a chance to watch the movie? I have. It is on show, Max, and I really, really, I would encourage everybody to watch it. It is a fabulous movie, and it's also just so lovely to really know her story. Um, I had her lawyer, Anthony Julius, I had the privilege um, several years ago. It was actually quite an interesting story. Um, we were in the middle of the Mississippi case. We just, they just issued a finding against Mississippi of hate speech, the Human Rights Commission. And he had been invited to campuses around the United Kingdom. And following that, there was a tribunal. And it was this and, and other anti-Semitic incidents that had been um, in the university campuses in the UK. They set up a tribunal um, to, to, to investigate that. And I was, I was a witness for that case. And Anthony Julius was the lawyer. So it was very, very special for me to to see, watch the movie, see the person portraying Anthony Julius in the office that we'd worked on when we were doing the tribunal, um, and um, really just all of the, the the people involved in that case were just heroes. Such a landmark case um, on Holocaust denial and anti-Semitism, um, and really every single Jew should watch that movie, and particularly our community. Um, in, in the in the lead up to this this very important visit, and and what you, what the movie portrays is the tension of the aggression of Holocaust denial. I mean, when you see David Irving accuse her and 
the case becoming a legal thing that you have to prove that Auschwitz, you know, gas chambers existed at Auschwitz. And you get, it actually takes you down to the nitty gritty of what people yeah. are thinking and saying and how we as kind of communal Jewish organizations need to combat that. So I found it absolutely fascinating. It was. It's and exciting. it's fascinating. Yeah. And it also brought back a whole lot of, you know, issues that we deal with all the time. You know, for example, they didn't want to put um, Holocaust survivors on stand. Um, and, and they showed the kind of disgusting things that Irving had said about Holocaust survivors. Um, and, and, and we were in exactly the same position several years ago when we were fighting Radio 786. Um, also on Holocaust now, not on the same level, but we were fighting it here in South Africa. And we were at the tribunal and the question was, should we bring in a Holocaust survivor? Um, do you put somebody like that um, on a stand that they have to actually prove uh, what they went through. Um, and eventually we did. Um, I think it was Eva Schloss that, that came to South Africa and was on the stand. Um, and it was one of the most riveting um, bits of testimony I've ever heard. It was incredibly meaningful. But again, should a Holocaust survivor be put on a stand and have to justify and prove, prove this, what happened to them? I mean, that's outrageous. Yeah, I mean, really, it's such a fantastic movie because it does look at the issues of, you know, you don't want to. Um, debate a Holocaust survivor because you are entitled to your views but not entitled to your fact and she was forced to do so so it is it, it really does highlight all those um, in difficult questions that we face all the time as Jews around the world and in South Africa Wendy of course it would not be a, a conference if we were not offering a light supper it's a little of bit of glamour um, <laughs> the, the, the details are that it is on the evening on the Thursday the 10th of November Everyone is welcome, but RSVP is absolutely essential. And you just tell me about the process for um, becoming. Yeah, and I, I must registered. say we are ready. I think we're seventy percent full, so we do still have a few seats. Um, but really, if people do want to book, it's 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 it, the rather sooner than later. Um, we always have these situations with our conferences that they they fill up, and then people are desperate to come and begging, begging, begging. We cannot take more. So, um, if you do want to book, please book now. Um, it is going to be a historic. A historic um, discussion, both in terms of Deborah Lipstadt and also in terms of the focus on our Masuku judgment. And to book, you just need to go to our Facebook page, um, SJBD, and book online. Booking is essential. No entry without booking, and all the details will be there. Wendy, thank you so much. Thank you, Cherise. That was Wendy Kahn, the National Director of the Jewish Board, talking about the upcoming Jewish Board Conference.